ADD Cast, Episode 46. Welcome to another episode of the ADD Cast. I'm your host, Paul Fisher, and tonight we are bringing you something just a little bit different uh, from our normal and everyday different that we are always bringing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, In then this, wouldn't, wouldn't it be um, your the average, same? The, your average everyday different. <laughs> but okay. this is differenter. This is differenter. Because we are doing, uh, we're, we're handling a, a couple of small things. We are reviewing a TV show none of us have seen. <laughs> we are. <laughs> just, oh. just, just a oh, short, okay. short oh, oh, right with it. That show. Yeah, yes. got it, got it, got it. Hello, I'm with Mongo. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> and we are also uh, uh, doing, a, doing this simultaneously as a Grail Wolf's Geek Life podcast. A simulcast, if you will. A, a simulpod? Simulpod thing. Thing, cast. yes. What's its? Yes. Podcast? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Padre> McCasherton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's just keep going. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we have a movie review. We are going to be talking about Neil Gaiman's Stardust, because Neil Gaiman is just freaking awesome. Tinkling sound oh. effects that I can't think of. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> dot <laughs> <laughs> com dot <laughs> com okay I think don't choke up that, on actually. the mic when you talk uh, uh oh Oops. me yeah okay or no that's I don't know can't pass a what I don't know don't ask me it all sounds good maybe I don't have my le- the levels in my phones hot enough but whatever we're gonna keep going um, Mark and Heather have brought us oh that's right Mark and Heather are here hi <laughs> <Yes>. hello <laughs> Uh, nice to be here. And they Always. have uh, they have brought us some very nice hard cider to drink. My favorite. Uh, the ultimate in quality. K. K's hard cider. K. Yes. K. K. <laughs> Refreshingly K-K. different. Yes. As opposed to yeah. our different as, from as, our different. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to normally different. There you go. We're everyday Refreshingly normal different. Refreshingly different. Yes. yes. It is. It's uh, it's quite good. Ah, it doesn't. Sp- it's not a spoonful of sugar down your throat. No, like uh, certain other ciders yes. we could name. Say that if it's a bad thing. Well, <laughs> says the man. It's not a draw for most adults. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it, it's really tasty. And of course, Mar- I think so, Mark and Heather are partaking <laughs> of the red, uh, also known as Mountain Dew Game Fuel. Yes, trying out the new Mountain Dew. That's yes, not red. A, that's uh, radioactive. Yes, yeah, it of. is dew with an invigorating blast of citrus cherry flavor with other natural flavors. I hate to to break it to him, but cherry is not a citrus. Well, you know, it looks like antifreeze to me. <laughs> yeah, so, it glows. It glows in the dark. Does. I swear to God. I, I think they meant to say citrus and cherry, but uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, but the marketing no. department got a hold of it, and they had public school education. Right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me. Mm-hmm. We actually did bring um, a bunch of goodies to go through, too, at yes, some point. Yes, a bag full of crap. And at, at the very end of this episode, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to uh, also send in the feed a photograph. 
and we are we are going to have a caption this photograph <laughs> contest. All right. Yes, please. Oh yes, uh, we need just a little wee little bit of help. So let, <laughs> let's let's start with uh, the the first thing. First things first. We none we of us ha- have actually seen Flash Gordon, oh, the TV no. show. Not the not the new TV and show. And Flash no. Gordon was there <laughs> in silver underwear. Claude Rains was the invisible man. Oh I God. saw him. But before he gets sued. <laughs> but first, Rocky. <laughs> so just from the the, uh, the the promos on Sci-Fi Channel, what do you think of it? There's a reason I haven't tuned in. Um uh, well, there's two reasons I haven't. Do- three, three <laughs> amongst my reasons. <laughs> to start with number one and proceed on. <laughs> Nobody expects this fantasy position. Um, the um, I, I like the main actor. He was in Smallville. Did a pretty good job mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen him in one or two other things in bit parts, but. Uh, not sure he can handle a series, but I you know I'd be willing to give give him you know a chance on that. <sighs> Probably the main reason I'm not watching it is uh, it's Flash Gordon. <laughs> I mean, storyline. Oh, <laughs> this it would need to be really good to pull this off. And it could. It, they could. They could do it. They either need to be really good, mm-hmm. or they need to be. Campy. Not Campy take themselves and seriously not take themselves at seriously. All. And be good looking. Yes. The, the one thing Eye candy it, and comedy. Uh, could, could, uh, they could get away with that, but uh, right. it sounds like they're not doing either, and it's just bad. Yeah. So, I, I, I saw that. Were you done? Oh. Did you have more things you Well, that was it? actually two of his reasons. Yes. He might actually remember his third reason. Well, the, the other main reason really gets into a larger larger scope, which is the fact that I'm sort of semi-boycotting sci-fi after the cancellation of the Dresden Files. Oh. Yes, in order to bring on Flash Gordon. Right. Dresden, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, yes. Jim Butcher. Jim yes. Butcher. Jim Butcher yeah. oh, yes. is the man. Jim Butcher, host of the Butcher Block podcast. Go, Jim. Excellent. Actually, he's just a regular guest. Oh, really? really? Hmm? Huh. Uh, I've forgotten Oops, the gentleman's name. But um, the, the Butcher Block podcast oh. is all about Jim Butcher and his work. But, oh, okay. Uh, it's actually hosted by someone else who's a, a I friend. I didn't realize that. There'll be links in the show notes. Yes. There will be. What a, good, what a good, good podcast, actually. Oh, yes. have not listened to that one yet, but I have heard the promo. So you're, you're boycotting sci-fi, more or less. More or less. Yeah, yes. Just their... their until they have less morons. Yeah, well, yeah there you go. <laughs> just just the mediocre and bad shows, not the really good ones, right? <laughs> there are a couple. I, well, I have to make an exception for Ghost Hunters. I edit the guide for Ghost Hunters on TV.com. Uh, so I've got to keep up on that. Uh, and I enjoy the show, regardless. Um, and there's a couple things I'll probably watch, like Who Wants to Be a Superhero? Because it's just too fun. <laughs> but other than that, really, I just, I'm not... Not I'm not going to go out of my way to watch anything they put on anymore. I, I, I heard that it was coming back. It sounded like they could do a really good job with it if they took the right angle for it. And within the first 10 seconds of watching the promo, 
I lost interest. Uh, no spaceships. Hello. No spaceships. No laser guns. No. That it 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 looked like. You know, I accepted that Gordon's you can't Creek. you can't show everything. And right. but, it, but but wait a minute. It looked horrible. I, it, I, I accepted that you can't show everything in it. It didn't grab me in the promos. Now, some people mm-hmm. have said, oh, the promos looked really great. Mm, not so much for me. Yeah. I, I, it's, and as it turns out, those were the highlights. Oh, it, joy. It, it, it actually <laughs> was worse than that for me because the promos just made me lose interest in it. You know, I was remembering what was Flash Gordon movie in the 80s. It was 80s, but I'm not sure. With the, exactly. with the the Queen soundtrack. Okay. And well, as soon as I heard that they... When it, was Flesh Gordon? <laughs> that was the last one in the genre that I saw. <laughs> Flesh Gordon was in the early 70s because everybody who worked effects on Flesh Gordon did Star Wars. <laughs> so was this John horror Dykstra. or porn? Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. it was, oh, it was, my God. It was like sci-fi soft porn. That's it, awful. Yes, it, it was. Oh. But it was it was one of those ones that you love to hate. Yeah, okay, yeah, I can see that. It's a wow. classic. It's a classic. Good Lord. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Never actually seen the whole thing. You've seen Flash Gordon's bits? I've seen his bits and pieces. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Flash Gordon's bits. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, good Lord. It was second run, <laughs> mind you. But. We had a second run theater that played it for like four or five months, which wow. was really disappointing because I was like 10 years old, 11 years <laughs> old at the time. And that was our that was the theater we could afford. You know, we, we weren't allowed in. That's not what I used to go to all the time. We used to call it the dollar theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the dollar theater. But we've gotten off track. Yes, we have. Back at the TV anyway, show so, on Sci-Fi so, Channel. Um, T. Morris of uh, the Survival Guide for Writing Fantasy and John Smarr. Smarr! And we have just blown all the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Levels? What levels? Ears? I don't know. Uh, they did an, a, a special edition of the Survival Guide for Writing Fantasy. Um, and while, while I, I bitch slapped them, just... You know, with love, um, <laughs> for whining about how this fits into the survival guide. You know, it's it's T's show. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. By the way, that is available at tmorris.com. Yes, it is. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they, they did a review of it. And one of the things that, that really stuck with me as they were reviewing just how bad it was was that the the villain ming the merciless um was, didn't seem so bad no he was not very merciless yeah he he was not intimidating people were sniggering at him behind his back and he just kind of pouted yes and and it, it more more came off uh, as uh, gordon's creek than <laughs> as oh, flash Lord. gordon <laughs> You know, we want our bad guys to be really, really bad. So, um, I created a little audio piece. I uh, it, it needs a little bit of polish, but um, I, I want to turn it into kind of a standalone thing. And this is a direction that the uh, the creators of Flash Gordon could go to improve this. Oh yes, if they, if they went in this particular direction, 
It would really, really improve the show. Hello, and welcome to Mongo. My name is Ming the Feckless, and I'll be your tour guide. Mongo is a very dangerous place, so stick close. And we're walking, and we're walking, and we're walking. Here on the right, you can see the dimensional rift. And just beyond that is Gordon's Creek. And we're walking, and we're walking, and we're walking. Sir, we found your poodle fluffy in the swamp. Again. Oh, bother. Have her cleaned up and brought to my chambers. You naughty little girl. Mingy loves his schnuzzle-wuzzle. Yes, he does. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and those are my thoughts on um, the, the, two, the two big lines that they gave, uh, that they gave Ming were, Mongo is a dangerous place, and have her, brought to my, have her cleaned up and brought to my chambers, <laughs> which were supposed to be... Sinister. Sinister and intimidating and just came off as, eh, eh. you know, and if you can't deliver the, those parts, go out, kill some puppies, even if it's on paper, <laughs> but make yourself a meaner person or find a better actor. Paper puppies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Paper puppies. <laughs> all right, and and that's all oh, I have to say on the on the uh, on on uh, having reviewed Flash Gordon without, without ever having seen, seen it. Yeah. Seen it. <laughs> you know, okay. oddly enough, this has actually made me more interested in seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it could be our very own Rocky Horror Picture Show. Hey. There you go. What? I was just going to launch into another line of the song. Oh, oh. There's a line over at the Frankenstein place. Oh my doing it God, again. I cannot hit that note. Not that I ever could hit that note. Oh, well. So, um, Heather and Mark brought over a bag of stuff, which Heather is, oh my God. God, <laughs> I am going to be sick. It's a sugar coma right there. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh yeah, I brought a bunch of candy. Mark and I like weird stuff. So, um, and this is actually I need to poke you. Yeah, yeah. There we Use go. the poker. Um. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next that time. was my eye. Now she's rubbing her eye. Okay, um, that's okay. You have two. <laughs> right. This is Vermont maple sugar candy. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I think you'll. It melts in your mouth. Pretty um, much just solidified maple sugar. Oh my! My god. mom's from Massachusetts, so she grew up eating this. It's a special thing. You get one piece for Christmas if you're good. Um. So everybody, please. Santa, I've been very, very good. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Thank you, Santa. Oh, thank you, thank you. This is some of my favorite stuff on earth. You didn't know that. Did <laughs> yeah, it's some of my favorite stuff on earth too. This is great. Mmm. Hey, come on, mine. Mine, mine. Oh. 
Okay. Mm. All right. I guess we'll. I'll, I'll eat mine in a second. I guess we can't all eat and <laughs> uh, at the same time here. Then we brought um, some of the very popular Violet Crumble. Mm. Um, and <laughs> Mark, you can Paul. describe that. <laughs> you can describe those because I'm not. I can. I don't know what that lion thing is. You. I don't know either. It, it looked interesting. <laughs> it looks like it has a tiger on the cover. Mm. It kind of does actually look like a tiger. I'm not sure. They're British candy bars. Violet crumbles are finished. It's a Nestle product. So are lions. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh. Well, this will be a fun experiment to give it a shot. Mm. And we also brought, um, Mamba now has sour, so I brought some lemon over. If you guys want to try that. Never had that before. And, um, have you had Mamba's at all? I don't think so. These were, uh, when I was a kid, uh, they have the different flavors and they have their own packets, so you can choose which one. There's... Raspberry, lemon, strawberry. Oh, um, and now that they're coming out with sour, and they all—they actually aren't very good. They're kind of crappy, but they're nostalgic for me. They kind of taste like paper, to be honest with you. So, Ooh, hey, try one. Is that—is it like the good, you know, like lemon pulpy, paper, pulpy brown paper, or is that really, really harsh, no, nasty like, white office paper? Like, like scented with lemon paper or something. I don't know. Mm. A, I like it, I li- but I don't know if you would. Um, then, I, then these runs—we got these on the honeymoon. Um, <laughs> now you're supposed to leave the kids at. <laughs> we went to Disney World for the honeymoon. Come on now. Um, but th- these have uh, new flavors: pineapple and mango. Um, they're Ooh. interesting. Mango but I like the original mango. flavors better. I yes. am mango. Welcome to mango. Mm. <laughs> well, actually, okay. The, 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 oh, and you forgot the s'mores. Oh. Mm. Target has their own line of of food, Archer Farms. Absolutely. And uh, these are s'mores, chewy granola Isn't snack that just bites. Just the cleverest thing on the planet. There's uh, wheat flour in here, mm-hmm. so Paul yeah, can't I, have it. I can't it. eat a bunch of this stuff, but Archer, Archer Farms, Farms yeah. for Target yep. for mm-hmm. Target. Yes. One of my two famous French designers. Mm-hmm. Je sais Panay and Target. Tar- yes. So I want to try the lion, Mark. Why don't you? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, there, there is a description on the lion bars. Okay, must be, must be why I bought it. It says that uh, it's caramel. There's a comma here. I'm not sure it's supposed to be here. Caramel filled wafer. <laughs> okay, yeah, probably, probably caramel filled wafer. Most likely. <laughs> okay, <laughs> should have been sold a, already. Should have been a dash. They knew that it needed some kind of punctuation, yeah, yeah. but they but weren't again, sure what. See earlier. Maybe comment, it was a typo. You know. See earlier comment. Re public school education. Mm. All right. Um, and crisp cereal covered in milk chocolate. Okay, well. Crisp cereal. And yes. is that your opinion, sweetie? <laughs> well, I didn't have any, so. Oh. I'm and just going to sit over here and feel sorry for myself. Yeah. Mm. The Violet Crumble's always Violet, good. Violet Crumble's got milk in it. Oh. You're talking to the Way man who is yeah. uh, allowed to eat all of three things. Luckily, maple sugar is one of them. Excellent. Oh, mm. God, that was so good. good. I'm glad you got to try. There's lots of crunching on the ADD cast today. Yeah, we are eating things. Although you also brought a, mm. a jar of planters, <laughs> pistachio nuts. So that was yeah. for pre-show, but it got brought in to show because they're so tasty. Oh I my see. god, they're good. It is not actually a caramel-filled wafer. It's like a cream-filled wafer. They just covered in caramel. Yes. Yeah, it's covered. With, yeah, covered in caramel. And uh, the violet crumble we didn't really talk about. Um, but it's fun. You slam it, it cracks up into pieces, and it's got this melty kind of candy in the middle. It's coated in chocolate. 
Oh, yeah, I used to love those before I actually read the label. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing what I can eat before I read the label. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So on to other things, because on, we talked about everything things. pretty much. Enjoy. If we, if we break into the mom bar of the runs, we can comment yep. later. Uh, so what was the next topic? I think there's a movie. There's a movie. There is a movie. Yes. So why don't, uh, we're hitting on 20 minutes here, so why don't I play a promo? We'll do that real fast. and uh, we'll get the crunching know, out of the way in the meanwhile. The audience can go to the bathroom and uh, <laughs> you know we'll finish eating. Uh, this is a promo for Weaver, Weaver's Web by Philippa Ballantyne. It's a patio book, and she is actually going to be at Dragon Con this year. Woo-hoo! So if you're all the way, she's a Kiwi all yep. the way from New Zealand. Yeah. Wow! I have listened to this patio book, and I really, really enjoyed it. I cannot wait for the next one. Um, and I'm pretty much gonna beat the snot out of tea again for. Uh, not bringing her by to uh, be on the show. But that being said, here's a promo. You are a half-breed, incomplete, powerless compared to our might. But don't worry. We are forgiving. If you come within to us again, all will be forgiven. And maybe your friends will live. Journey to the island of Crisfell and join Ashime Kandra and her clan in the fight for survival against the Weavers, where fable and blood will decide the outcome. Weaver's Web is an epic fantasy novel by New Zealand writer PJ Ballantyne. It is available now as a free serialised podcast from podiobooks.com. All right, and now we are back to talk about... Stardust. And of course, continue eating. Oh, we're going to wipe the table up now. And you will hear uh, dumping candy out of it. Yeah, you will hear more and more crunching as we go along. Especially with this stuff. Mm. Yes. So, Stardust. Stardust. From a story by (laughs) Neil Gaiman. Yay! I believe. We all love him. Oh, boy, do we. Originally a graphic novel. Really? Mm hmm. Written um, while staying with Tori Amos in her house in a bridge in England somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yes, I did say house in a bridge. Yes, it is England that they have those quirky little houses. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Still, in all, I got to ask you a question. You mm-hmm. guys have seen it. Mm-hmm. We haven't so not talked about this. Yes. On a scale of one to ten, what, what do you rate it? Seven and a half. Oh, Nine, nine and a half. It's excellent. I'm harsh. I'd say a nine. Good, not solid nine. I give it a nine and a half. I take off half a point for the overproduced song at the end when they started rolling the credits. That made no sense. That <laughs> did not fit at all with the story, other than it had the word Stardust in it or something like that. Yeah, that did bother me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're what? You're down to a seven now? No. Oh, you already subtracted that. Yeah. It's part of. I, I I don't take points <clears throat> off for specific things. I I, oh, okay. I have a wide scale based on. I have seen some exceptional movies and I have seen some crap. So my, actually, my seven and a half is very generous. Oh, excellent! So what what do you fault it on? Um. Well, they changed a lot, and mm-hmm. um, they didn't put the talking tree in, and they changed some things. I liked. Shoot. They took liberties. Yeah, Which I'm fine the, with, but they did keep with the energy of the story, so I, I, I really enjoyed it. 
should point out that we we went, went at this having already read the novelization or the mm-hmm. novel. Mm-hmm. It, it's confusing. There was a graphic novel, then a pr- regular mass market paperback novel. I think the graphic novel was really just an illustrated story, but I'd have to double check that. I'm pretty sure it was an illustrated. Uh, yeah, it was just yeah. an illustrated novel, mm-hmm. basically. A lot okay. of pictures throughout lot of, in, a, in yeah. a graphic novel format. But uh, okay. So, so Tom Bombadil didn't show up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got see, it. we I, I have never encountered the story before. Um, okay. In fact, the first promos that were out, I was like, eh, you know, because I could I could really see the CGI looked bad, and I, I'm actually starting to wonder if it's not watching yeah. the promos on my laptop that's making me able that to see the CGI yeah. work, but. Uh, it, it just didn't grab me, and then Martha said, "Oh, it oh it's, gri- a, it's a it's a gaming story," and I was just it, it, 180 oh, degrees. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it grabbed me at both shoulders and shook me when I saw the the previews because I saw the world. Yes, I didn't see see bad CGI or anything mm-hmm. like that. I saw the world. Yeah. And I went, oh, that is so cool. There were a couple times that I consciously noticed that it was bad CGI, so that was distracting. Um, but the story was great. The casting was. Fabulous! The acting was great. It looked beautiful. Well, I, I, I want to point out that when watching the movie, at no point did I ever leave the story and right. return to my seat in the theater. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I did not. I am a, a big animation snob, and I did not notice any bad CGI. Oh, I did. I, well, and that's and that's the real difference. Mm. Is if they can keep me drawn in. Yeah. Uh, I, I I gloss over a lot of that stuff, but if I'm on the edge, all of that stuff leaps out at me. Well, one of the things here is that they weren't, in many cases, going for a um, a realistic look. You know, this is a fantasy world, mm-hmm. right? And right. Uh, it's a fairy tale. Yes, you know, it's a fairy tale Literally. world, and um, so in many cases, what might be considered considered bad CGI may have just been. Something that looked silly, <laughs> you know, um, looked fairy taleish, looked fantasy, you know, over a little overblown. Well, my my what I noticed was like a green screen scene. Mm. That was the, the there was one that. part that I that I remembered um, that looked very green screen. Um, but yeah, other than that, it wasn't much. Now, uh, this also has, it also has to be said. I saw this twice, and the first time I saw it at at a, at a draft house. Okay. And it was like it was a wine tasting, uh, women only event, and I went with a couple of my girlfriends, and we had a few glasses of wine. And their servers bustling around, and they're coming at the end of the movie um, to collect uh, tabs and everything. And so it was kind of I didn't really get to focus much, and I was distracted. And then getting to see it again, I really enjoyed it, but I had already seen it at the same time. Okay, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna fess up on something mm-hmm. in that uh, I, I actually. Showed up to the. I am Neil Gaiman. <laughs> no, I showed up to the wrong theater. I held mm. Martha went off to the the bathroom, and I uh, I looked at my ticket and said, "Oh, Theater Nine. And I walked into Theater Nine, and they had already shut the lights off because we were we were running late. Oh my god! And they were running a uh, a trailer for the the Shanghai Nights Three movie, mm-hmm. and I sat down. And about five minutes later, I realized that the promo, the trailer wasn't over. (laughs) And that Martha had not walked into the theater. (laughs) 
why I'm saving this so you can get her reaction because God. afterward I walked out, looked at my ticket, and said, "Oh, Theater Six." <laughs> walked into Theater Six, and and she was like, "Where have you been?" I said, "Bathroom." <laughs> Oh my goodness! How funny! I, I almost did the same thing. Really? Remember we got oh we got. Oh god, that's funny. Went, 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 oh went, yeah, you almost stopped, went to eight. And I stopped Heather, and I was like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> to the theater. Yeah, but it's over here. No, look at your ticket stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I pulled mine out. He was like, oh. <laughs> "Oh, never mind. It's a guy thing." Yeah. <laughs> well, with that movie anyway. I would just like to say that it opened well because it opened with some previews of some really cool uh, fantasy shows coming up. Mm-hmm. It opened uh, one of the previews was a preview for Beowulf, which was <gasps> r- oh. the script written by Neil Gaiman. Yes, yes, oh, I cannot wait for that. That made me right. cry. The yeah. preview made me cry. I'm dying to see that. Oh, it looks beautiful. And then there was also um, the first movie in the Dark is Rising oh. series. Oh. oh, that was lovely. Mm. Yes. And I've, oh, I've completely forgotten the third one, but it's these kids move into a new house and they the the kid gets in the um uh, dumb waiter and pulls himself up to a level that nobody knows and he mm-hmm. finds the it's it's uh, it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't remember what it is he finds a book that says ooh that uh, says knock into the microphone that says mm-hmm. don't open this unless you're prepared for the the consequences essentially the deadly consequences right and he opens it up and it opens up an entire Dark fairy world. That's mm. after them. They didn't play that in front of our movie. I don't remember seeing yeah, that. Maybe I forget we which it. one that was, but Beowulf <laughs> looks really, really good to me. <laughs> and they had a couple of other. They had a couple of other shows that uh, uh, are kind of eh, whatever. But there are at least three more in the pipe coming soon. To a theater near all of Three us. Three more Neil Gaiman's? Uh, there's one more Neil Gaiman, which is he did. He uh, has writing credits on the Beowulf film, mm-hmm. but the other two are not Neil Gaiman's. And I thought, oh, this is great. This is great. And oh, then, and then yeah. Stardust opened, and it was um. brilliant. <laughs> oh, speaking of Neil Gaiman, um, yes. I believe it's going to be his directorial debut, Death, the High Cost of Living. <laughs> Could be coming out, I think, early 2009. And that is there. quite a high cost, isn't yes. it? Oh, boy. But this is based on the miniseries which spun off from the Sandman. Nice. Novels. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm there. Same here. In line, camping out. <laughs> All funky and stuff. Yeah, Neil, Ga- Neil Gaiman is just absolutely amazing. Um, what did you think of the pacing? Uh it was a, a. It seemed a little slow at the beginning, but I, I. But it didn't. It's the kind of thing that would normally bother me, but it didn't. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, and then it just took off like a uh-huh. freaking rocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the pacing. I think that was more or less showing the difference between the the. This is not really a spoiler, I don't think. Uh, between the mortal world and this other world, mm-hmm. all the story elements that took place in the mortal world, the pacing was a little slow. But deliberately so, I think, and and more. It was, it was mundane. Yes, it was. It was mundane. Yeah. Ooh, I, yeah. That that's that, that he didn't belong, and he, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That was very, very cool. And um, I would just like to say that Michelle Pfeiffer, mm. oh, oh. my God, for a, beautiful, for a beautiful woman to take that part, <clears throat> that was gutsy, mm-hmm. and yes. she played it magnificently. Yes. Oh, she yes. did. She, 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 is, she is the dark queen, queen of the witches. And she is, she just kicks it. <laughs> she, we were actually discussing last night uh, just how well cast this movie was. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cast was incredible. Yeah, we played the recasting game, but they did so well with it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we were like, yeah, Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. Claire Danes was phenomenal. was phenomenal. And I kept thinking that Claire Danes looks like a, um, a younger, prettier Sienna Miller. Completely missing the fact that Sienna Miller was in the movie. Was the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> was was the mundane girlfriend. Really? The one who is so self self absorbed. Yes, but I mm-hmm. but I don't think they set out to make her beautiful. Mm-hmm. No. She but was though. She she was pretty, but she was not striking. She when was, she's walking through the market, I think she's striking. Sienna Miller mm-hmm. is the the mundane girl. Mm-hmm. When does she walk through the market? When he escorts her out of the back oh. of the store. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And she's got the shawl over her. I don't know. I think she looks striking with the sunlight on her hair and everything. Yeah, she because she's really pretty, and and they they work. they probably just couldn't avoid that getting her in 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 the right light. Her looking striking for a moment at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's fine because he is. Deeply in love with her, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's because of her her beauty, beauty mm-hmm. within his current, but where, within his current realm, he yeah. recognizes her beauty. Well, and, the the reason that I thought they downplayed her beauty instead of really, you know, uh, working harder to to make it show was because this was a small village, and she was supposed to be she's the village beauty. Yeah, she is mm-hmm. the village beauty that all of the the guys are. Are after, and she might even be the most beautiful woman in the in the five nearest villages mm-hmm. as well. But it's still small world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In in cinema terms, they didn't play up her beauty, but she shone in comparison to all the other people in that village. Right. In that village. Yes. Oh yes. Um, even the main character was kind of frumpy looking to start with. Yes. Um, but he. Yeah. Well, he he, mm. he worked at. Uh, as a clerk, he wasn't a clerk. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I think they did a great job of making him look mm. very mundane to start mm-hmm. with. So you yep. had some place to go. Yeah, <laughs> let's just put it that way. And his father was played by the gentleman who Nathan- played Nathaniel Nathaniel Parker, Parker, who plays Inspector Lindley on the Inspector Lindley Mysteries mm. on BBC America and PBS. I did not know that. Yeah, and uh, he did a great phenomenal job. Phenomenal <laughs> job. In, in that series, showing a lot of range going over and being the father. And because uh, the Lindley Mysteries is like they're, they're solving crime and their personal lives are shit. You know, <laughs> and they keep getting worse as the series goes on. Their personal lives get even worse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just seeing him as the happy father, you know, and, and just being very natural, very beautiful. strong mm-hmm. in that, in that. Position was just great. Stoic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, no, no, because stoic is... Stoicism implies a certain 
uh, distancing from the pleasures of life as well. But I, I, he I don't happy, think that. Yeah, yeah, he, he wasn't. He stoic. wasn't unhappy in his life. I see. I actually got the impression he was. I thought that he was always mourning. A. I, don't, I hate giving spoilers. <laughs> Not seeing the. His baby's mother. Right. Um, his baby, <laughs> baby mama. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that he had always mourned her. And that I think you see a little sadness in his eyes, just a little bit, but that he's the character is suppressing that. But I don't think that that dominates his life. No, no. And that's... Because that's he has the, the joy of stoic. having his son. Right. A stoic is just level. They don't get happy. They don't get sta- sad. And this was a big thing in in British culture. Um, stiff upper lip, yeah, lips stiff and upper lip, and you know the the world is burning down, and you know you're still out there sweeping the ashes off the street because, God mm. damn, you're a sweet stri- sweet, sweet stripper. stripper. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, could be a sweet stripper, but yeah. No, okay, uh, <laughs> okay. Granted about this, but there is one thing that has to be mentioned. Yes, don't want to give any details because it would be a big spoiler. But De Niro. De Niro. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, just, I just want to say one line. <laughs> we knew you was whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a great Sorry, that was a great line. It was brilliant, a brilliantly played scene. The line was delivered perfectly, and then the follow-on was just mm-hmm. brilliant. i got to give him such props for taking this role. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was perfect. He was perfect. And... and De Niro plays that that tough guy, almost psycho, just mm-hmm. all the time, and and had, had a, to say departure. this without spoiling this was a departure it. It was a that. big was... departure. It showed a lot of range mm-hmm. for him. Balls. Uh, oh yeah, but the thing big, big balls. The, 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 yeah, the the role was a departure, and he played it convincingly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and and had fun with it. You yes, know. definitely, oh, yes. definitely had fun with it. Oh uh, yeah, and I want to say no more because I don't want to give too much away. And and the, the just the, everything, just Michelle Pfeiffer mm. and and Michelle Pfeiffer, Peter was, O'Toole as the dying oh. king. Oh, oh we, yeah. have, we haven't even gotten into the royal family. Yet. Oh my god, Rupert yes. Everett. And just would just like to say thank you, Neil, for naming them so that we could keep track of them. Yes. 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 <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. <laughs> Optimus. Mm-hmm. Primus. Septimus. Yes. Optimus. Optimus. I don't Primus. <laughs> Optimus Primus. He's he a does. He says Optimus Primus. Yes. I'm glad you made it. And I was going, oh my God. <laughs> the Transformers just came out. That's right. <laughs> and Mark laughed right then, and I thought he caught it, and I put it out later. And, and then uh, I thought maybe I thought it wrong, but then. See, I, I, I thought it was like Secundus, Primus, or whatever. Yeah, I thought so too. Ter- but, uh, Tertius and Primus. Tertius and Primus. Tertius. Ter- was, they were waiting for Tertius. Septimus and Primus. Septimus. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I must have, must have misheard. E- either, they ble- either he <laughs> blew both the heard, line and they both left the women here, Could Optimus, be. Primus. Yeah. yeah. Figures. Yes. No, okay, we gotta go see it again. But Let's go. They just the 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 murderous royal family. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was particularly fond of Primus being described as uh, by the by the bishop as a uh, good 
king. He would be oh. he would be the first benevolent ruler. There you go. Yes. Which someone. which is to say the first ruler not out to kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Benevolence not actually so much in the character, yeah. which was very intriguing to have that revealed. Yeah, but just the the whole way that they set up the royal family, you get you have no sympathy for them mm-hmm. whatsoever. <laughs> And and even the guys playing the the dead brothers, mm-hmm. um, the ghosts, were, the ghosts like them, were, yes, the peanut gallery, <laughs> yes. yes, were really it, it really was, good. It was mm-hmm. the Greek chorus. Yeah. Oh, yes. Excuse me, it was the Shakespearean chorus. It yes. wasn't Greek chorus. Yes, um, Julian Rhine Tut, who was in one of the uh, Lara Croft movies as the bad guys, flunky. Sh- yes. shows up in that scene as one of the dead guys, one of the dead brothers. He was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who plays Billy <laughs> did a phenomenal yes. job. Oh, yes. Um, and, and just going back to Michelle Pfeiffer as, you know, <coughs> the, the, the royal family wasn't, wasn't so much evil as they were oh, murderous. Self-absorbed, yeah. self-absorbed, yeah. selfish. Yeah. Yes, and 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 you really see the difference between they have a goal that they are after. So that all the brothers are trying to become king, right. whereas Michelle Pfeiffer is it's, out there for power. Mm-hmm. Yes, just her her own. It's a it's a very woman uh, woman empowering piece. Uh, okay. Women empowering by slaughtering lots of people. Yes. No. The what? The movie. The whole movie. The whole movie. Yes. Yes. Taken as a whole, not not Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. Uh, okay. Because I was right. talking about Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Sorry, I, you, just, you just reminded me because no, it, it's an example of a type of woman out there. There, it's there's the bitch who gets things done by being evil and um, did, is is that was that okay to Except- say that word? Yeah, <laughs> on our yes. on ADD cast. I forgot. I forgot. I'm I don't trying. know if you can say bitch. Can you say bitch, honey? Biatch. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to work at that. But, but, yeah, but, 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 I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we derailed her. You had something serious to say. I don't even remember what I was saying. Never mind. You were talking about female archetypes and female empowerment. Yes. That, that, well, okay. Yeah. She she represents what one kind, and, and it's kind of uh, the wrong way. She, you know, um, she's evil. But then you have um, Claire Dane's character, and you have, I mean, there's just all these different ex- examples, and it's it's a, it's just oriented around uh, women a lot. I see. I, I, I guess because I was looking at it from that perspective because I went to that women-only viewing and um, there were some men going, hey, wait a minute, what's going on here? Why are they doing it this way? Uh, which was a good question. But um, I, I see why they had that aim because um, I think women can relate to somebody in this movie. Yep. And Claire Dane's character was not weak. No, no. not at all. The baby mama was not weak. No. Or stupid. <laughs> or stupid. No one, no was, one was stupid. No one well, was with the exception of a couple of the bad guy flunkies. Well, with the exception of some people who were stupid. The the characters who just were more stupid, yeah. Yeah. The the characters uh were not making stupid decisions in order to move the plot along. Right. Exactly. They simply were stupid. Well the stupid characters were yeah. stupid, yes. Yeah. The smart characters were, were smart. smart. And they mm. were Always smart. Yes. The, the the smart characters that made mistakes made them 
because they didn't have all the information, not because they did something just blatantly stupid. Which is I'm gonna so, run up the stairs uh, when the evil man is trying to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. There's a there's a madman on the loose. Let's have sex outside in the yard. Yeah. Oh, and while you're doing that, we'll split up. And <laughs> yes. I'm gonna take a shower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, none, none of, of that. that. <laughs> yes. So I've never been a fan of the you know oh. You know, let's do something stupid to move the the story mm-hmm. along kind yeah. of stories. I like intelligent stories, but this one it moves real fast mm-hmm. and just great, great cast of characters. Cannot mm. say enough good things about it. I just, I just had one false feeling in the storyline at and at the very end when Baby Mama gives her gift. To mm-hmm. the to the happy yes, couple, yes, 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 because it is a fairy tale. Um, that gift presaged um, a, a parting of the ways, and that didn't happen. And and I thought it's it's going to have a bittersweet ending, and it didn't. And I think that I it would have been more powerful as a story with the bittersweet ending. But we've already seen that ending, Lord of the Rings. Yes. True. And this was a fairy tale, and they live happily ever after. Uh, not a Grimm's no, version. Not a know. Grimm's version, no. <laughs> not, um, not the original fairy tale. Yeah. No. This is the... No, it's a Gaiman version. It's a Gaiman fairy tale. Yes. Fairy tale. Which can have a By kind way of, of Grimm version yes. as well. Yes. Um, yeah. I just I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was Absolutely. Yeah. And our new uh, rating system that we devised last night after seeing the film, um, this is a buy it on the HD DVD system. Yes. Or the Blu-ray, if you uh, own that one instead. Yeah, if you you go that way. (laughs) If you go that way. But, you know, there's some you just buy on regular DVD because they're compatible with with the players, and then some Mm -hmm. you want every bit of enhancement you can get because it's fabulous. And uh, Some you wait until it hits the bargain bin? Yeah. Right, Precisely. bargain bin, you know, paid 10, 15 bucks for it, whatever, you know. Uh, some Five. just get it on <laughs> demand and be done with it. This and, one's yeah. worth everything. If, if you happen yeah. to, to see it on TV and uh, don't waste your time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you this one is worth this every This is def- definitely worth seeing in theaters. Yes. Yes. Grab a friend well, and go I don't see know. it in theaters now. I think it's worth buying on HDVD, which is better looking than in theaters. That's true. Um. Okay, that's a that's a tech argument for another time. Okay. Okay. Because I, I refuse to go HD for another couple of years. All right, so we're going to take a short break here. And Ow. we will be right back uh, to talk about the photo contest, the caption contest. Hey, honey. Feel like getting in the mood? Well, I think I have just the thing. Doesn't do it for me. I woke up this morning. I had a scone and a large house blend. Oh, come on. Here. Hello, and welcome to Nobilis Erotica, a podcast of erotic short stories, serials, and excerpts. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only.
June 30th, 1908. In the remote Tunguska region of Siberia, the most violent cosmic collision in recorded history flattened ancient forests over an area half the size of Rhode Island. Yet after a hundred years of international scientific research, the cause of this impact remains a mystery. Flash forward to today, a rookie secret agent, a maverick astrophysicist, and an uncannily perceptive management consultant are thrown into a world of international intrigue and murder. At its heart is a conspiracy with implications so devastating, one slip-up and the entire planet is doomed. Yet if the plot succeeds, it will change the course of history. This is Singularity, the debut book by Bill DeSmet, now playing at audiobooks.com. Hugo and Nebula award-winning author David Brin says, DeSmet veers an action-packed thriller into perilous realms of black hole physics. The combination of adrenaline and intellect sizzles. Author T. Morris of the patio book Moravi, The Chronicles of Rafe and Ascana, and The Survival Guide to Writing Fantasy podcast says of singularity, Dude, holy shit. If you don't already know about Singularity, now is the time to subscribe. Singularity is a free serial audio book now running at patiobooks.com. Get drawn in by the irresistible force that is Singularity. Visit www.singularitythebook.com For more information, listen to Singularity and join in the thousands of listeners who have already been sucked in. And we are back. Dude! Holy shit! (laughs) It's a great book. That's all T said to me. And and that's all I needed to, to get started. Once I got started on it, wow. Dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's what yeah. he said to me. He's like, are you listening to Singularity? I said, no, I've been listening to this other thing. I'm not real happy with it. He says, dude, holy shit. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll sign up. <laughs> That's all it takes. I had so, much the same comment made about uh, Matthew Wayne Selznick. Oh, Brave Men Run. Brave mm-hmm. Men Run is another oh. one. Really great patio book. So, yes. sweetie. About this picture. Yes. So, yes, yes. Speaking of T. Morris. ADD. This, this picture. This is not a picture of T. Morris. No, but it, it is a member of his family. This is the picture the small, of. small furry member of his family. The picture picture of his uh, his cat. Nikki. Psy, psycho, psycho Nikki. Psycho Nikki. Psycho Nikki who attacks, I know attacks your feet. Will, will purr, rub up against you, and hiss mm-hmm. at you at the same time. Yes. yes. Very confused kitty. Yeah, um, Martha, she's a good cat, but she just has a few problems. Well, she's a rescue cat, and she yeah. was abused. But yeah, she's generally speaking, she's a good cat. Yeah. So um, anyway, we have anyway, this. Martha got this picture of her at the bottom of of the stairs in in mm-hmm. T's new man cave. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, and and her eyes are are glowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lasers coming back at you. Yeah, <laughs> she's got the laser eyes. Salt. She's cats evil. with freaking demons. Oh yes, very much a possessed cat. <laughs> um, and I was just looking at this and trying to think up an LOL cats <laughs> caption to put on this cat picture because it's. It's absolutely perfect for that, and I know you love LOL cats. Yes, yeah, I'm addicted to the LOL cats. I'm, I'm sitting in your basement peeing on your furniture. <laughs> yeah, I am in your man cave. <laughs> I'm in your man Stealing cave. Your soul. <laughs> <laughs> and I am mad. <laughs> she looks furious. <laughs> So Good now impression. you know. The, now you know the backstory. <laughs> pre you know, you know launch codes entered, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have a prize that will go along with this. <laughs> I don't know what the prize is going to be yet. Um, how, how about a, a CD okay. with, the, with the PDF of Servic Cold on it? Okay. And the first five episodes in MP3 format. Yep. There you go. Ding. Yep. It's out there, folks. It's out there. It's on the website, addcast.net. Get your minds a-brewing and a-stirring. Yep. Get us some good captions for the photo. If you want to, like, take the photo and actually put your, your captions on there and send it to us, send it to us at addcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that's right. Addcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Who um, are wait, you today? What? <laughs> yep. And uh, and Martha and I will be gone to the World Science Fiction Convention. So we'll be over in Japan. In Japan. And on our way there, we're going to stop off and see Mark Foreman in Taiwan. And uh, This is really cool. Because it's, yes. it's a long swim and they'll need a break. Yes, and Mark yes. and Heather will be... Our arms will be tired. Yep. Mm. We'll be... We'll be uh, Taking care of things here for us. So, uh, <laughs> where did Phil leave those bricks? <laughs> I gave you a key. What the fuck? Did you <laughs> That's not any fun. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, yes. today ah, is yes, Rossi yes. baby. Today is Phil and Jen Rossi's baby's birthday. Yes, the big zero. Yes, yes. Uh, it's the nineteenth. Baby Rossi. Yesterday. Yesterday, then. Yesterday? No, today. 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 August 19th. What date is it? Oh, okay. August 19th. I'm brain damaged. Brain damaged. Welcome to the world, littlest Rossi. Oh, yes. Very much so. It's a girl. Yes. But I can't, I don't want to. Don't know how they are about the names. Oh, no. I don't have it. Sorry. I don't know if they want want the name. And we don't know if they want. The name podcast. Yes. So yes. We're not going to. Okay. So uh, Phil Phil Rossi, you can find him at crescentstation.net. Is that Ding. correct? Dot net. All right. And uh, it will be congratulations. Congratulations to Phil and Jen. I think Many Jen pretty much did all the work on that. One. Well, she did well, the yeah. most of the work. Yeah. Phil helped, but that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'm sure that was just really an awful experience for him. Come yeah, on now. <laughs> 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 uh, 
This has devolved. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> Remember, cat photo. <laughs> Remember, yeah. he, was, he was very good at taking care of Jen. I, I, I yes. had borne witness to that. He, he was always making good. sure that she was taken care of. Excellent. Good husband. He's a good guy. All right. Yep. And uh, if you're listening to this on the Grail Wolf feed, you'll find it at www.grailwolf.com. Dot com. And, and oh, um, can I do a little self pimpage real quick? Sure. In this Go area, for it. Um, I just set up a new a new MySpace. Um, I, I already have two. There's one for my uh, old band, the Shillas, and then there is uh, one personal page for me, which is Singing Gypsy Girl. But uh, I have now set up Heather Dot Welliver on MySpace, and uh, that will be all my uh, public uh, news. Excellent. Basically. Okay. So um, that's the one you added me. Yeah. I've got you. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, my husband has not approved me yet. Uh, he doesn't go on MySpace very oh, often, yes. but he'll be there soon. <laughs> Shows you how much I use my MySpace. Eventually, so, it'll be on his MySpace as well. If you're well, waiting for friend approval. Real, sorry. Yeah. yeah I, I log into MySpace <laughs> about once a quarter. Whether I need to or not. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> but I'm going to try and get all With the links change. <laughs> uh, uh, to the ADD casts that we've been on uh, on there and mm-hmm. then the Grell Wolf ones that uh, that uh, that I'm on. Yeah. Since mm-hmm. it's, it's Pimpage for me. Um, and then uh, First of May Project, I want to uh, put links to there. And uh, other various things. Yeah. That you, you and Matt Selznick pretty much saved the whole First of May project for Joe Murphy. <laughs> Thank you for having voices. <laughs> yes. That was my pleasure, man. That was so much fun. It was an honor, and I, uh, you know, I felt really good that I was taking part of something that would help Joe's family. And you can still find the Joe Murphy First of May uh, project that we're talking about at the ADD cast. Yep. Um, and I think that's it. That should be it. Take us out of here. All right. What All can right. you control? You can you can't control the stimulus. What can you control? The response.